Well, we hope this one is going to make you want to find your spouse right now and give them a great big squeeze. The power of hugging is not to be underestimated. And we're not talking about how tight you squeeze. We're talking about how well you do the squeeze. Welcome to the Only You Forever podcast. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you've been looking for. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Verlinda Simone Gendel. Hey everybody, this is episode number 24 and we're going to be telling you exactly why hugging is such a great way to improve your marriage. And it's just a great thing overall. It is. I think we really need to squeeze as much as we can out of this topic. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Well, I, ma- I did manage to uh, squeeze together some research as well. You're not going to do this the whole podcast, are I'll you? I'll try not to. Thank you. Yeah. Only if I'm in a pinch. <laughs> okay. So Greenwin Anderson, Girdler, and Light... In 2003. <laughs> what? You're just so funny. Thanks. Anyways, uh, wouldn't you love to be a hug researcher? Go around hugging everybody? Eh, yeah. Only if they weren't sweaty. Anyways, these, these researchers, they looked at couples who held hands for 10 minutes and then had a 20 second hug. Okay. And the couples who enjoy more episodes of positive close contact, that's what researchers mm-hmm. call a hug or holding hands. They responded with lower blood pressure and heart rate elevations to the stresses and strains of daily living. Wow. Just from a hug. Just from being, just the physical touch, warm physical touch. So what's really neat about this is that you can see how everybody has experiences in life. We all have our challenges and the hiccups and burps of life, right? Mm -hmm. But if there's some close, warm physical contact in there, you're better equipped to handle those and your body's going to respond in a more healthy way. Wow. So and we need to hug more. Yeah, we do. Well, I wasn't meaning us. I was meaning in general. People oh, I in general. see. Okay. I just wasn't quite sure where to go with that on the podcast. <laughs> I'm kind of sitting in front of a microphone and that'd be awkward. Anyways, it contributes. They also found it contributes to lower cardiovascular risk over time. So all that heart disease stuff, heart attacks and et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, that I'm not familiar with and don't know a lot about. The risk of those goes down when there's regular close physical contact. Wow. And so I thought it was really neat just to see that you don't get hit as hard physically by the strains of life when you do a lot of hugging. Yeah. Isn't that, did you know that? No, no idea. So on that same note, couples who do not express lots of physical affection are eight times more likely to feel stressed or depressed. That was another study from 2007. Eight times more likely to feel stressed or dis- depressed. Wow. That rhymes, eh? So these lowering the blood pressure and lowering the heart rate elevations and the cardiovascular risk and all, that's basically eight times it's lowered. Yeah. So that's why we want you to hug. It's like, it's good for your marriage, but it's good for you. Like this is a really healthy thing that people can do. That's easy to do. It's pleasurable. And yeah, it's not hard. And we can just kind of get, forget about this and walk past each other and do the quick peck. Yeah. And hey, I'm home. But what if you kind of stop and kind of really lean into that hug, right? Mm-hmm. That's, you get some good stuff going on in your body and in your relationship. So what do hugs look like? Well, <laughs> let's talk about some hugs that don't cut it. All right. You want to do that? Sure. Hugs that just aren't good enough. Now, I'm talking about in the context of marriage, I think they have their place elsewhere. Right. Some of these hugs. So number one, I'm calling the politician hug. It starts with a handshake and then you pull each other towards each other. You pull the other towards yourself. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Till your shoulders touch and you whack the other person on your back with the free hand. (laughs) Yeah. And if you don't like them, whack a little harder so it hurts a little bit. (laughs) Right. And you get a little bit of that passive aggressive out of your system that way. That's the politician hug. Okay. 
So I'm doing this because I need to do it, but I don't really want to hug. It's just kind of, it's a hug to be seen, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then here's a good one. The belch hug. So, well, you really touch only on the chest, but then you vigorously smack each other's back with both hands. It's like, man, you're going to burp that baby no matter what. Okay. Thumpy, 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 thumpy. And you're kind of waiting for that little whack. Okay. I guess I don't see too much of that one. The belch hug. No, women don't do this a lot. This is probably more for the guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you hug other men a lot? No, not a whole lot. Okay. Just wondering. These are good for family reunions though. Right. And football fields. After yeah, you score. yeah, yeah. You yeah. bump chests and... Yep. Mm-hmm. Old high school friends. Okay, but here's a more common one. The side hug. This one, this is kind of a classic uh, hug at church hug. Right, because you don't like mash your body right up to well, theirs. Well, this is more for people you don't know so well. You know, this hug, I think it's okay. Okay. It's okay to do like between people out there because you're, you know, it's, uh, you're not pressing yourself up against someone yeah. that, that that's inappropriate in some cases and... Some people just don't want to be hugged like that. It's a quick side hug. It's something friendlier and warmer than a handshake. So it's okay. In marriage, I think it's kind of like the quickie of marriage hugs. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, yeah, you can do that, sure. But this, you know, you got to have a bigger repertoire than just the side hug if you're hugging your wife just or your husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I have number four, the A-frame hug. So, yeah, that's how to get close without ever getting close. Yeah. Good one, again, for family reunions, when you have to give your sweaty Uncle Billy Bob a hug. And you really don't want to. No. Yeah. The A-frame. Keep that one in mind, folks. That's a useful one. You need to know about that. <laughs> Not so much for your marriage, though. No. All right. Then there's what I call the lottery hug. Has its moments in marriage. You pick up your wife and you swing her around like you just won the lottery. Okay. What do you think of that? I think it, our house is too small for that. Yeah. We but it sounds it very romantic. Thanks. You see it in like beaches. Everybody's in white. and I think it's good for advertising for like all-inclusive resorts and cruises. Yeah. Yeah. But I think once you get past 40, someone's going to get hurt doing that. Like you're going to pull a back muscle or a right. hernia or I don't know what. <laughs> or whack your wife's ankle on the door. Yeah. The lottery hug. Number five. So mm-hmm. those are my hugs that just don't cut it. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm trying to okay. think of some other ones. But, you know, like the sweaty hug too. That just is not pleasant. Yeah, no, that uh, like after you work out, and it's like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't stick around for that. Oh, Caleb. Okay, so we're gonna talk about how our audience can learn to be the Mac Daddy hugger. Now, I'm sure some of you already are really good at this, but we think we can help you take this up a notch. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But seriously, how long is it since you and your spouse had a good hug, like a real good hug? Are you wanting me to answer that? Nope. This okay, is good. well. How long has it been? Um. I think we had three this morning. I was going to say, yeah, yeah we had good. a good one this morning. Whew. I just put them in there before <laughs> the episode in case you asked. Oh, right. Yeah. No. I feel very loved now. Yeah. Good. Okay. But here's the thing. We get busy and life comes upon us and we just forget to stop and have those moments. What were you going to say? Yeah. I think it's okay to ask for a hug. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I need a hug. Yeah. Male or female should be free to ask that or feel free to ask that. Yeah. You agree? I yeah. agree. Yeah, you should. It was your idea. Okay. But I think the timing has to be right too. Because you know what I mean? Like when I'm making supper and you come in and you want a nice hug, which is fine and dandy, but like there's something burning on the stove and I'm done. Yep. You know? Yep. It's not as relaxed, both yep. parties. So it's got to be the moment. Yeah. So Verlinda, let's talk a little bit about what's happening when we hug well. So we talked about the cardiovascular benefits, lowering yeah. stress and less lowers risk of depression and other things like that. So that's awesome. 
But here's a little bit more of what's going on in there. The, f- the first thing I want to talk about is emotional contagion. What's that? And that is when you hug someone, there's almost this instant automatic sharing of emotion as one person. And you sort of lose this sense of self other. And this is, this sounds kind of like all woo woo. But what I'm really saying here is when you hug someone, you can feel if they're sad, if they're tense, if they're afraid, if they're scared, like right. that's all in the body. You can kind of read can that something's that. not right or they're withdrawn. Mm-hmm. Like you can be fully embraced and it's like, oh, she's not happy with me. Right. 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 And I think this is part of that, that whole biblical idea of they too shall be one flesh when a man and a woman get married. And hugs are a great detector for emotion and helping us to understand where our spouse is at. Hmm. Yeah. So that's a good reason to hug. That's, a, that's happening, right? Yep. And then another reason is what I call empathic connection. So not only is there the detection of that emotion, but there's really an instant entry into the world of that, those emotions. And again, it's just that idea of I can feel your body you know, if it's a really sad moment, I can feel your body heaving with sobs. I can feel how tightly strung you are with worry. I can feel your desire mm-hmm. or myself mm-hmm. in some hugs. So all these huge range of emotions are felt through hugs. And we can read those feelings exactly when we're hugging. Hmm. And I think that, well, that, that definitely works better when you're understanding your own emotions. But right. it's a real empathic connection. And a lot of times our listeners are asking us, and this came up in the webinar last night, you know, how can I better understand my emotions? Right. Or my spouse's emotions. Yeah. And I Give think them a hug. A hug's a good detector. What do you feel? Just stop and pause and let yourself kind of feel into the moment. Hmm. Yeah. So here's an obvious one. Number three, hugging emotionally increases intimacy. Yeah. And by that, I mean like the physical, the physical effort. I don't want to make it sound like it's a chore to hug, but the physical. Just the touch. Yeah. It deepens the emotional bond okay. between, between the couple. Because you're feeling what each other's feeling. Yeah, that's right. So that's mm-hmm. happening when we hug well. Mm-hmm. And here's another thing that's happening when we hug well that you don't see, but there's an increase in oxytocin in your blood. And the oxytocin is the body's natural love drug. And so I found some research, 2004, that love drug, that oxytocin is higher in couples that hug more. That was what really? they found in their research. Yeah. So this is... this. This drug is at its highest peak levels in the human experience when a mother gives birth. There's a tremendous rush of oxytocin. Mm-hmm. It's part of the post-delivery process that has to happen, but it also doubles as the bonding to the baby moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it also peaks uh, right after climax, sexual climax, orgasm. Yeah. Lost the word there for a sec. But you can drive the levels of this up in your marriage just with hugging. So there's a powerful bonding agent that's that God has put right in our bodies, this oxytocin, and we can mm-hmm. we can help our marriages by hugging and getting more of this going into our bloodstreams. <laughs> that's neat. Yep. So the fifth thing that's happening when you hug well is you buffer your body. We talked about this a little bit at the start, but you buffer your body against future stressors, like things in life that are challenging. So when those stressors actually come, your body's response will be, will be calmer, which means you'll be better equipped to respond to that stress. Okay. So not only will it, or does it, does it calm you down if you are stressed? It helps you to be calmer when you face that stressful moment. Yeah, but I'm saying, does it go both ways? Like, yeah, if I've got these higher levels of oxytocin and I've got reduced blood pressure, when I hit those stressors, I'm going to be calmer. But if I'm in the moment and I'm stressed... Is a hug going to relax me? I think, yeah, absolutely. It can help you calm down. Yeah. Hmm. Now, the study that I got that from, they also tried, you know, facing the same challenges and providing verbal social support 
And they found yeah. that the verbal social support did not have the same effect as the hug. Really? Yep. How that's So neat. really neat stuff. Lowers your, we talked about this, it lowers your blood pressure and heart rate overall. And then finally, another thing that's happening when you hug well is just this whole oxytocin thing. And I want to take that, not only is there the release of that oxytocin, but what else does the oxytocin do for you? It boosts your happiness. Mm-hmm. Actually helps you to feel happier. Okay. It fine tunes your communication skills. Really? You actually communicate better when you have more oxytocin in your blood. And it improves your everyday relationships. So there's benefits to relationships outside your marriage. And as we said before, chases away anxiety and stress. Wow. Yes, sir. Hmm. That's really interesting. So that's why we want you to hug your way to a better marriage. That's pretty good. I have a question though. Yes. How do you know when you're done the hug? Oh. Because, you know, really, you're usually done before I am. <laughs> <laughs> that is true enough. Well. Like I know when it's done when you try and back away and are stuck by my arms. Away. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, I guess we're done now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I guess we'll hug for a little while longer. Uh-huh. Yeah. So how do you, like, how, honestly, how do you know when it's over without like being awkward and you don't want to be the first one to release or. I don't know. I think, I think people should just do what you do and hold on for longer and make the other person feel guilty. And then you never have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> do I make you feel guilty? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You do like, oh, I guess you're done. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't have an answer to that question. How do you know when you're done your hug? I think if you've really relaxed into your hug and you're there together and then the pot on the stove starts to smoke, you're done your hug. Right. Yeah. Well, do you know what I think is really cool about these hugs is uh, they're just, they're so cozy. And usually our kids are like, oh, PDA, like, did you have to kiss and whatever. But when we're just hugging and in the moment, it's like they want to join us and they'll come in and they'll put their arms around both of us or they'll try and squeeze into the middle or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like they know like, okay, this is it. It feels good. Yeah. And they're drawn to that. Yeah. It's good for them to see that. And we're not talking about like a really sexual kind of grinding no. hug. This no. is just like this good old fashioned love. This is how to hug like a boss. How to hug like a boss. All right, folks. So we do have an awesome video for you called How to Hug Like a Boss. Now, if you're getting hugs from your boss, that's a separate issue. <laughs> yeah. You need to take that to your HR department. Yeah. But we're using some good uh, cultural vernacular here, how to hug like a boss. You can get access to that video in our show notes at oif.link slash 24. So in this episode, we've told you what you need to do in your marriage with hugging to really take it to the next level. But in that video, we show you right exactly how to do it. Yeah. It's not one you want to miss. Nobody wants to be a lame hugger. Do you want to be known as a lame no, hugger? No. No. That's so, like the lame cold fish handshake. Yep. So you can get that at oyf.link slash 24. Check it out and then go home to your spouse and try it out. Oh, that was good. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for today's episode. You can get the full show notes at oyf.link slash 24, as Kayla just said. And remember, we are here to help build thriving, passionate marriages. So if this was helpful to you, we'd love it if you could help us spread the word and share this with others who would also be blessed by it. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the OnlyYouForever.com podcast. Please help us reach and influence a wider audience by rating and reviewing our podcast at OnlyYouForever.com slash love. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.